welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm Petter and this is James. Hello! And today we're talking about Volume 7 of Spy Family. And well, I guess real quick before we get into talking about this volume, the anime adaptation has started. Yeah, it has. It. I've been really enjoying it. I mean, I think everyone has, right? I absolutely agree. And I, remember, I don't know if you remember when we first talked about Spy Family and we were talking about the anime ad- adaptation. Mm. I was definitely optimistic and uh, hopeful that a lot of people would end up enjoying it. And I think this is definitely reaching more people than, you know, uh, I, I don't know, another sh- uh, other shows that we've covered potentially. Just because it's it's wholesome, comedic, has a bit of action, you know, it really does a great job. And we were only three episodes in, and yet mm. so many people are talking about it. Right. Um, really excited to see if the if the hype continues but not but not just the fanfare from the you know people watching the the adaptation itself is phenomenal the voice actors do a great job the animation is pretty good all around yeah and absolutely you know it just delivers on all accounts totally and i you know you know, Yor wasn't introduced until the second episode, so she's only been in two episodes so far, but oh my god, I've been seeing so much fan art of yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. <laughs> oh, man. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. That uh, good stuff. Uh, and I, I, well, last thing I'll say on the anime is I'm, I'm really excited for the next episode because we'll, we, we should be seeing Henry Henderson for the first time there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm excited to see his... Uh, his love for elegance animated. There's so there's so much I'm excited to see animated, and, and that's definitely one of them. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very well then. Well, onto the volume itself, volume seven. Let's start by talking about Anya Forger. Well, I thought it was really sweet of her to offer like half of her pastry of knowledge to Damien. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a really sweet gesture, and I mean she 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 doesn't like she has no idea like what she's. What, Actually, something I just thought of, for some reason, yeah, we we know she can read minds, and we've mm-hmm. been pretty, we've been feeling pretty confident that he has a crush on her. Is she not? Is she not noticing that? Oh, I don't think so. No, I don't think she's noticing it at all. Even though she can pretty read sure minds, she's oblivious. Yeah, she's oblivious because here's the thing. Damien is tsundere in that mm-hmm. he he's not admitting it to himself that he likes her or anything like that you know true oh yeah ah okay that, that's fair that's that's a good point right so even if in even in his head he's thinking oh no i hate this or <laughs> not hate but mm-hmm. you know yeah. i don't want i don't want to be around her because stuff like that yeah 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 okay that, that, that I, I like that explanation that's good <laughs> and also anya is kind of oblivious to that kind of thing i i i feel i mean true true yeah, she's young. She's still pretty young. Yeah. She's definitely. not as mature as Becky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, when they were playing with the the sheep toys. Yeah. <laughs> and Becky wanted to do this romance thing, but Anya was like not at all into that. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Uh but yes, oh, they're so good together. They really are. Um well, I guess speaking of them together, there's a a plot point that's brought up in this volume that they're going to have to separate the classes based on performance. Mm, yeah. Which means that she would be separated from Becky and Damien potentially. So unless Damien does not doing as well, but he has a stellar star. So I, I think, I think you, 
he'll probably be pretty high up there. Right. So I, I don't think this is resolved in this in this volume. So what's going to happen going forward? I don't know. I guess that's kind of intense <laughs> for her. Uh, yeah, definitely. And you know, it makes me wonder. Or well, it was kind of established that if she's able to do well enough on the final exam, mm-hmm. she might still have a chance. And so I wonder: is she gonna resort to mind reading there, or oh, yeah, or will she manage without it somehow? I really hope she'll manage without it because I feel well. We talked about it. I don't know. I can't remember if it was the most recent discussion or the one before that, but we talked about it recently mm-hmm. at least that. Like, or at least, yeah, I, I think it would be cool if she would be able to manage without using, like, well, without cheating. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I guess in in this situation, she is so distraught about it. Mm, she really is. Yeah. Like, to the point where, you know, she got, she came home and was like, I'm, I'm going to go cry myself to sleep. Like, that's how <laughs> sad she is about it. Uh, and yeah. I, I, I could, I wouldn't be surprised, I guess, if she would resort to reading minds to get a good grade on that final exam thing, but. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't either. And I think I think when we talked about that, I brought that it. Well, you know, it's her powers, and this is the mission, an important mission. You know, <laughs> right? You, using using what you got. Um, I mean, to be you know, her father's a spy and her mother's an assassin. I mean, it, it's, hmm. I guess I guess two wrongs don't make a right, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but I agree with you in that it would be great for her character. If she were able to overcome this, the, these bad grades and mm. study her butt off and and get it on, and, you know, get the, get the good grade. And what I, we we kind of start seeing that though, just very little because even Lloyd admits, yeah, her grades are slightly improving, but is it enough? Um, mm. And then he points out the whole uh, classical language thing and how she actually didn't do too bad right. if it wasn't for the spelling mistakes. Now that's that's actually a, a whole other discussion, but yeah. Before before that, I just want to mention that I, I do feel like she is starting to improve. So maybe there's hope that she can, before that final exam or at the final exam, get to the point where she can stay with them. I mean, it would be so sad if she got separated from Becky and obviously D- Damien. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like. There's no way that the story is going to go right. there, right? Like, like no, it'd be so. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, somehow I'm sure that she will stay in their class somehow. Mm. You know, with yeah. Damien and his two pals and Becky and George, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we we need all of them there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the friendship with Becky will stay. Yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. But it's probably even better to stay with Damien, just so that you know. She's always on his mind. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But still, it, mm. here's hoping. For sure. Well, but I guess we can move on to what you you mentioned about her grade on the classical language test, which mm-hmm. also really uh, intrigued me as to like. Well, it actually made me question a little bit as to whether or not I had maybe missed something before or maybe forgotten about something. Um, like, mm. are we supposed to know where she got that knowledge or those skills or that skill from? Or is are we not? <laughs> I, I I don't think or I, I don't remember anything on that, but maybe maybe you do or maybe there no, is something. I, I don't think so. Mm. The, you know, my 
theories about it could basically go down or come down to the fact that whoever was experimenting on her, hmm. maybe they were using classical language type speech. I, right. It's hard to say what this classical language is. Are we talking, yeah. you know, <laughs> Latin? Like, is that is that the comparison? Like, you know, these random mm-hmm. people speaking Latin? I, right. Or... Which, which in our in our culture is a is a dead language, right? You know, mm-hmm. in, in our in our time period. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Like that was really the only thing I could think of, other than some like her actual parents <laughs> were foreigners of some kind. But you know, that's the, how how do you predict that, or you know, how can you say that? <laughs> it's like it's it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, it, it's that definitely, and I well, I guess my 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 speculations were also around, well, the people that have been experimenting on her, like that mm-hmm. it somehow originates from there in some way, but but yeah, like, I you know I I really hope we can get some backstory for her. Obviously, you know she is like how old is she supposed to be? Like five or something like that. So it's like obviously there's not a whole lot of backstory for her technically, like time wise, there can't be too much there, but. I I still want to, I, w- I want to see more of that, in detail. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. I think this is kind of a a seed, a story plot point that's been planted. You know, mm-hmm. and then then it'll be potentially expounded upon. Although I did, I just had a thought. Ooh. We were talking about Anya reading minds and cheating. What what if she read someone's mind, but it, she couldn't spell the words, even though they were in people's. Mm minds yeah i actually actually that thought came to mind for me as well but then i figured that she she should be able to read or to spell or to mind read the spelling too like it's just i feel like that that shouldn't she shouldn't be able to miss that right or if you remember all the way back to the first chapter the crossword she would read Lloyd's mind to what the correct answer was, but she would misspell it. Oh, she still. did? Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't remember that. I see. Well, okay, well, uh, I, in that case, yeah. I think that theory holds a lot of water. It's not as exciting, though. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, and, I'm and then why did she do so terrible in the other ones? Is she? I guess she was reading the people the wrong people's minds like i right like i don't know there, could be. i feel like there's something more to it i really know? hope so too or i think so too and yeah i like lloyd kind of just dropped that thought right. pretty quickly but and i think there's definitely more to it as well anything else on anya i think that's it all right then moving on to lloyd forger i thought it was pretty sweet of him to try to make damien feel better during that scene with donovan like and yeah. there were in, in in some little instances he 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 kind of bent Damien's father's words a little bit to make Damien <laughs> kind of read them in a more positive way and like little mm. things like that. It it was nice effort I think uh, of Lloyd there or of Twilight. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I guess you know speaking of that interaction, Lloyd finally gets in contact with his target. You mm-hmm. know Twilight gets in t- contact with the Desmond. Um, yes. So. That was great. Uh, unfortunately, that was really the only interaction. It was it was hard for Twilight to really read him. I mean, yeah, he's really a formidable opponent in that aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah. but at least the the seeds have been planted. 
mm-hmm. he gained valuable information, but there's not much he can do after that, you know. So mm-hmm. I wonder how long before he makes any more progress, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. This was a one of the chance opportunity. So how long until we get that next opportunity? <laughs> Precisely. Yeah, it could be another six volumes or more. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, like who knows? <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it was it was a really good scene. But focusing on Twilight, I, well, he 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 was in control. You know, he he knew how far to push things, and he knew when to stop. And like, w- right. w- which makes sense. You know, I I felt like he was on top of it, kind of as far as mm-hmm. you can be, kind of in a situation like that. Um, but yeah, it was was a good good scene. I liked his comments about meeting people in the middle. Um, yeah, yeah, and how. He he was kind of bringing up examples of his daughter <laughs> and how, you know, I don't understand her all the time, but I try to meet in the middle. You know, I I try to ha- gain some common ground or something like that. I don't know. I thought mm. I just thought they were some pretty good advice and stuff. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Well, so I I want to point out a little thing about the chapter when Lloyd and Bond stole the truth serum developed by that uh, a place called Born Industries. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, well, the, the one thing I wanted to point out about that was that, well, we've had, throughout the series so far, we've, ha- we've had references here and there uh, to mm-hmm. other spy fiction before. And I'm quite sure that this Bourne Industries is a reference to the novel called The Bourne Identity. Yeah. Um, like, it's gotta be. I, I, yeah, it's gotta be. And for, for those who don't know the novel, I mean, I actually haven't read the book, but it was adapted into movies with... The movies. Um, What's his name? Matt Damon. Matt Damon, yes. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Uh, really, a really good trilogy. Don't bother with the fourth and fifth film. Just watch the trilogy. <laughs> uh, is my recommendation to anyone who's interested in that. Anyway, yeah, honestly, a really f- fantastic film trilogy. And I, I imagine the source material is great, too. Anyway... It was really sweet, and like in that chapter, how how he he allowed Bond to join him on that mission because he thought Bond wanted payback. <laughs> like, I just thought it was I was kind of, or to me, it was a little bit unexpected for for Lloyd to be that kind of sentimental kind of about it. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really sweet. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that as well, and just. That, yeah, that whole scene was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I have on Lloyd, I guess it's more of a prediction for the next volume. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should have saved it, but whatever. I don't know, go, go it for anyway. it. Go for it. He gets permission to go on this trip with his family, and uh, Sylvia says, hey, you know, rex, uh, rest and relaxation. You know, it's force the, the mission, and everything's going to be great. And I'm just thinking, you know, you say that, but I have a feeling it's going to be the opposite of rest and relaxation. <laughs> uh, because, yeah. it could, I mean, <laughs> ideally, no, like he totally would be able to rest and have a great time and everything stressful happens on the other side. But something tells me that just <laughs> relaxing is not possible for this poor man. <laughs> yes. No, I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, I. I. loved how this volume ended off. So I'm very excited for the next one. Yeah. For for all of the characters, really. So definitely, agree. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I have on Lloyd is really just wanted to just shed a little light or just point out a little thing that I guess is unique for the physical books. Um, it's kind of the first page, or well, technically, I think it's the second page in the book technically before the first chapter starts. 
or actually even before the like table of contents or anything is uh, it the outfits yes oh you got those too no i i didn't i i saw it uh on a preview like ah, mm-hmm. uh this posted a preview on on social media and so i took a look at it gotcha so, oh, that's cool yeah i, I, <laughs> I kind of wish i had the physical volumes not gonna lie Maybe maybe I'll start buying them. I understand. I mean, only seven so far, so it wouldn't be too bad, I guess, to catch yeah, up. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> Comparatively. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, as James said, uh, it's like Lloyd's week in fashion. So it's like Lloyd in seven different outfits, as we have seen both Yor and Anya in previous volumes. So finally, we get Lloyd as well here. And it's funny for him. Oh, that makes sense. For him, like, most of these are just spy outfits, <laughs> like, for various jobs he gets. Like, it's one where he's, like, a punk rocker, one where he's, like, a hotel <laughs> server. And one where he's like a golfer and yeah, etc. It's uh, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> there was one where he had to dress up for something for Anya. What? Which one was that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, day six. It says Anya has been begging me to try gourmet cocoa. Oh yeah. So I'm venturing into the wilderness in search of cocoa beans. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do whatever I must for Operation Strix. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dressed up in like like a camouflage. Uh, outfit with a big backpack and a knife in one of the one of his hands. I mean, look, there's, you know, being a good father, and <laughs> there's maybe going a little too far to please your child. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh... Anyway, I thought, it, but but it's hilarious. It's yeah, I love it. <laughs> He's a good dad. <laughs> yeah, he is. Ah, uh, but was that it on Lloyd? That's it. All right, then moving on to your. We got to see her meet up with a shopkeeper for the first time. Uh, yeah, that was so cool. And yes, that was really cool. Like, yeah, a really cool character. I guess if there's anything on him specifically, we can talk on on him uh, about him on on this segment here. Sure. But, uh, apparently, he's a gardener, and interestingly enough, just earlier in the same book, Frankie told us about this assassin group called Garden. Yeah. So I guess that is. Like, I guess Garden is, like, maybe the collective name of the assassins that work under the shopkeeper, perhaps, I guess. That's what I think, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in- interesting to learn more about yours entire, uh, well, her group, in a way. Or I-, I-, I, don't- I don't suppose they collaborate a lot, but, or, or who knows, I guess, but um, I- I- this is something I look forward to learning more about, hopefully in the next book. Agreed, yeah. I think, hmm... One of the figures to me, if we're is if if we're okay to talk about Garden right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the figures to me looks like it's probably a stretch. It looks like Becky's butler, Martha. <laughs> oh, oh, the figures when Frankie is talking about the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could see one of the silhouettes is definitely your. Yeah. So I so I wondered, okay, are any of these other silhouettes people we know? And there's one on the on the left, far far left, who has like kind of a sharp nose. And I, for some reason, I was like, that that reminds me of that butler lady. So I went back and just kind of compared it. And it's hard to say, but I thought, you know, Martha just seems like one of these strong stoic characters. Hmm. It would have been interesting to give her a background in such things. Yeah, I um, like that idea. <laughs> but again, I could be way off. <laughs> I mean, who I knows? really have no proof. <laughs> could be interesting for sure. Uh, and it's also neat with this whole garden kind of theme for this group. Like, that kind of explains her name, the Thorn Princess. 
Right. Uh, which is kind of, kind of nice to just, I guess, have an, a reason for that name, kind of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, you know, the I think it's cool that we finally see where the shop shopkeeper is, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of the I don't know, is ominous the right word? He does kind of have a threatening aura about him. Yeah. You know, I'm going to kind of like I'm going to prune this world of all traitors and and whatnot, make make it perfect, beautiful. I mean, I could kind of um, see that as a. I mean, he seems chaotic, but not not necessarily evil, like. Well, yeah, um, yeah. I I think like, it's kind of similar to your in that maybe good intentions, but wrong way of going about it. Perhaps <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean maybe right, right. Really interesting. Even though there's really not that much information so far, but still, I'm really intrigued. <laughs> mm-hmm. And your well, she. It seems like she she might, or at least she, she's trying to think of this job on the boat now as her final job as a thorn princess mm-hmm. which is also an interesting thing i guess i guess we'll see how that goes maybe it'll not lead to anything like maybe she'll just continue working as a thorn princess like usual after this anyway but it was still an interesting statement i thought oh yeah absolutely what would you want to have happen do you would mm. you like her to keep being an assassin or would you like her to have this be her last job and she basically focuses on you know her day job and then working or being a mother for Anya I well I will say first of all I like the fact that she is having these thoughts uh regardless kind of uh mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that she will continue being the thorn princess at least for a bit longer oh really okay because I think if she is still the thorn princess and still is doing that kind of job whenever in the future when Lloyd finds out, I think that would make for a more interesting situation if she is still the Thorn Princess at that mm-hmm. point in time. Mm-hmm. Although, who knows? Maybe he'll find out during this mission on the boat. Maybe he'll find out oh, next volume. Oh. Like, who knows? Oh, um, no. <laughs> so I guess, I guess in that case, yeah, I guess she, she could stop being the Thorn Princess after this mission. Um, but I guess I, I mainly I just want her to still do that kind of job whenever... Lloyd finds out. Hmm. Yeah, I I totally see what you're saying. What about you? Um, I you know I wouldn't mind if she made this her last mission, uh, because we see that she maybe she's starting to realize well one that she doesn't need to do it, but Mm-mm. two that she wants to be kind of a better parent maybe you know or like mm. she feels that maybe she's more happy being a mother to Anya. Instead of just being this assassin, right? So I don't know. I, I like the idea of her finding fulfillment elsewhere. Um, but I do see what you're saying that it it would be more interesting if they were both in the middle of a job, or if Twilight just found out that she was Thorn Princess. Hmm. But finding out that she's she is or was a Thorn Princess is still a possibility. If true, she quits the job. You know, definitely, and. And I think there could still be interesting moments that happen if she decides to stop being the Thorn Princess. Either the shopkeeper continues to try to recruit or get get her back, or maybe he mm. sends someone after her. I, oh, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> but it would be... Well, I don't want to... 
don't want to make it sound like writing a story is easy, but I do feel like keeping her as a Thorn Princess would be an easier path, you know, a path of least resistance, you know, um, hmm. to the story at least, because it just it, it's what it's always been since the beginning of the story. That's fair. That's a fair point. Uh, but I really like the the idea that if she does quit and like the gardener or not the gardener, uh, the the shopkeeper doesn't like that, and so he sends other assassins after her or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe and then and maybe and maybe that's through that that Lloyd gets involved and maybe finds out that that too, or maybe we that's how we find out the identity of the other people, the assassins within Garden. Right, you know? right. Like yeah, that that too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that idea as well. A lot of potential. De- definitely a lot of potential. I'm, I'm really loving this. And I feel like just this mission alone that that's going to start now in this next volume, like maybe some really big stuff is going to go down there. Like as I kind of said very spontaneously, like maybe this is when Lloyd finds out. Like maybe... Oh, that'd be like, nuts, man. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> uh, although maybe that would be too soon. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hadn't thought it would happen that soon, but... Just uh-huh. during our conversation, I was like, oh, but maybe. Maybe. It would be exciting, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's an interesting take that instead of being the assassin on this new mission, she is the, the bodyguard, the protector. Yeah. Yeah, she seemed to be like surprised by that, kind of. Right. So it's definitely not something that she normally does. Right. Instead of really fighting against a bunch of thugs or some traitors... She's gonna have to fight against potential assassins. It seems like. Yeah. Moving on to Donovan Desmond. It's good to finally have met him or seen him up close. Yeah. And what what we learn about like in addition to having well a very kind of warped view on human connection and on sympathy kind of in general, he also mm-hmm. seems to be very cautious about giving away too much information about himself and stuff like that. And. Well, I I don't think he's necessarily cautious or like suspicious of Twilight in that scene. Mm-hmm. I just think that's generally how he is. He's just naturally cautious, kind of, um, because we kind of that was kind of the only thing we knew about him since earlier was kind of that he he doesn't really make um, public appearances barely at all. So yeah, so yeah, like it, it, the the way he acted here made sense given that, and but it was still interesting to see the way he smiled. And and was like, nah, it's fine. And and like, I don't know. It was interesting. Like and like, uh, followed by like the like that really long sigh. And then suddenly his face was beaming with a, a, a smile again. And like, mm-hmm. I, I I read that kind of as like just a like manipulative uh, kind of mm. like at least toward Desmond or sorry to Damien, because it just kind of well. Damien wants to see his father smile. He wants to make his father smile, so he will feel pleased as long as his father just smiles, kind of regardless of the reason behind it, kind of. Hmm. Does that make sense? No, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. What I get out of it is just he's an incredibly hard person to read, you know? Yes. Yeah. What? How exactly he's going to react to something, and then he reacts to it in a way that just seems kind of off (laughs) (laughs) or not expected um so very yeah very hard to read and and uh, i guess cautious like you were saying Mm. but i think what really got me maybe upset's the wrong word but just kind of 
felt bad for uh, Damien was how mm. indifferent Donovan acted towards him. You know, mm. like yes, in the end he said that's good or whatever. They basically gave him some words of positivity, but it, it just felt like all of it he didn't really care about. You know, like it didn't really matter to him. Right. To, to, Donovan and it wasn't even like it wasn't really words of positivity either like not really what no. he said like continue to not disappoint me was basically what he said kind of yeah uh it wasn't like continue to make me proud it was it was just kind of framed or like the, the, the angle of it was negative uh but mm-hmm. it, I mean it made it made Damien happy but poor kid just doesn't well he has never gotten that actual positive response before so he'll take kind of whatever he can get yeah some of his uh philosophies about humanity was interesting you know it's possible impossible to understand strangers children are strangers and I, it was like oh, yeah i mean i was actually talking to a co-worker recently about their kids and how sometimes they just don't understand why they act the way they do <laughs> um you know it's like i i it just doesn't make sense or you know, I am not like this personality whatsoever, or nor is my significant other, and yet, <laughs> why are they acting like this? It's it's so strange, <laughs> um, and it, it, it kind of enforced that idea to me that yeah, children are strangers. You know, <laughs> like they're not carbon copies of their parents. I mean, sometimes they could be really similar, you know, <laughs> uh, and stuff like that, but yeah. not exact, not exact copies. Mm. But then he goes on to say that. You can't ever sympathize, really, truly sympathize with them, not just children, but just pe- strangers in general. And I was, and I thought about that, and I, I see what he's saying. Like, can we never be truly sympathetic? Maybe. I, I think there may always be something, a bit that holds us back, I suppose. But do we need to be truly sympathetic, like all the way perfectly sympathetic? Right. I don't think so. No. You know. Right. Yeah. At least that's just my, my mindset on it all and I, I think Lloyd was kind of shares a, a similar thought on that and uh-huh. obviously Donovan is pessimistic about humanity in general <laughs> yeah yeah he really is it's not a healthy mindset like to have it to that extent that he has it indeed uh, let's talk about his son Damien next the guy on the cover of this volume he uh, we kind of touched on this but I'll just mention anyway just wants his father to acknowledge him and he's just starving for that attention. You see, at least anger can can mean, not all the time, but can mean that the person cares for you mm-hmm. in a way. Um, yeah. But indifference, like the way Donovan acted, it, it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. It can hurt a person. Um, and honestly, it's a, like you were saying, kind of manipulative. Mm. So I'm glad he was able to muster the courage to talk, right, and and you know, kind of express some of his feelings to his father. Yes, I loved that, and like how that was. Well, he was inspired by Anya. Uh, yeah, with that from the previous <laughs> volume, I thought that was so sweet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, learning from each other. It's not like I hate her, <laughs> Baka. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he he's totally at Tsundere. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love him. Um <laughs> he he thinks well, so based on what Lloyd said, like obviously Lloyd was lying a lot during that scene, but 
based on what Lloyd said, Damien is now under the impression that Anya was praising his report uh, that he had on, about his dad's work. Hmm. Uh, like she like that that Anya had been telling her dad about about it and like been all like wow that was so cool, and mm-hmm. I mean yeah we've already talked about him definitely crushing on her and like on top of that now being under the assumption that she was praising his presentation like that that's gotta be well it probably only fuels the crush <laughs> I guess <laughs> yeah no I agree I don't have anything else on Damien though what about you. I just want to say I really like the chapter when he goes out with his friends camping on the ground. Yeah. I think it's really beautiful. It is, it is. <laughs> Simple in that way. Um, and again, reinforces the fact that his friends are actually pretty good guys, you know, when they're not, you know, uh, simping's the wrong word, but really being his, being Damien's biggest fans, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I feel like we got to see a little bit of that in the previous book, but this one definitely showed it a lot more. Yeah, so that was that was very really nice. Although, actually, on that, uh, well, I mentioned at the beginning of the discussion that Anya offered to have like she offered Damien half of her pastry of knowledge, but I was kind of surprised that that his friends didn't do that. Yeah, like both of them just had a, a theirs for themselves. Uh, meanwhile, Good point. A, a few chapters before in this volume, they had both kind of well, well they were both ready to drown for Damien, <laughs> but they wouldn't hey, give him the pastry. Uh uh-uh. uh. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> it just shows how great Anya's uh, potential sacrifice would have been. Right. <laughs> True. Is that it on him though? Yeah. Then my last person i have anything on is uh mr green ah uh i just thought he was just a really chill guy and just yeah. you know like i i really i really loved his style and you know how he, you know he encourages to you know turning your brain off and just spacing out like that's something he tried to encourage and also encouraging chasing your dreams no, no matter what that dream might be it was also really a really nice conversation that he had with the with the boys yeah, and yeah. and being and being so in touch with nature, also as we saw him, mm-hmm. uh, just a really cool character. I thought, even though very minor. Yeah, I mean, you know, great kind of teaching moment for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I actually, as I was reading that chapter, I thought, what if Mister Green turns out to be Lloyd? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like in disguise! No. Like I thought that would have been hilarious. Ooh, that uh, would have been a funny twist. <laughs> yeah, just you know. Maybe he was trying to le- learn more about Damien or, or something. I, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, like, why would he even <laughs> bother? Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know the ways of a spy. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it, Mr. Green is on character, former Navy. I don't know. It, may, maybe maybe he'll come back again later, but it's still a very minor character. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I imagine we might see him again, like kind of like George appeared again a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's like stuff like that. Uh, there was actually yeah, some. I, I think I may have mentioned this in some other previous discussions, but sometimes Endo makes a little like kind of like the almost the last page in the book. There's like some some char- character designs or kind of sketches as to how, well, kind of how he came up with the character designs for some of the characters, mm. uh, and sort of like early early drafts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he channels himself through Frankie, so Frankie's kind of narrating a little bit, giving some explanations and stuff. 
Um, and so apparently what, what we learned through that was that the editors of, of this apparently wanted Mr. Green to be hotter. <laughs> but but Endo Endo was able to kind of stand his ground on that. Like he didn't want him to be like this sexy guy. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sure some people will find him attractive. Yeah, but sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the editor team just wanted him to be more conventionally attractive. I guess. What? Why? <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> well, does that mean Mr. Green is going to play a bigger? like a slightly bigger role going forward maybe maybe i have no idea actually that that's all like why would they why would they care (laughs) yeah interesting (laughs) right right i guess we'll see (sighs) but um any other characters you want to talk about yes uh some quick things so sylvia she's single um (laughs) nice and the reason why I bring that up, not not because I'm interested <laughs> per se, you know, I'm sure she's a fine woman. Uh-huh. No, it's, I remember back to when, I, I forget which volume it was, but it's, it was when, when they were getting Bond for the first time. And mm. she mentions that she had a kid similar to Anya or, or something along those lines. And I wondered if it she actually had a daughter. And I guess she could have it being single. But then I was just wondering, oh, well, maybe it's a, it was just a mission type of a thing, similar to Operation Strix. Ah, could be, could be. So anyway, that was just a thought I had. Mm, mm. Yuri, I, I like how he shows compassion in a way to even his targets, you know, saying that he would help the 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 journalist's dad, like give yeah. him the proper care that he needed. Right. Yeah, that was that was really sweet actually, yeah. Yeah, you know, he shows that he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I think we kind of understood that, but sometimes in the context of his secret police job, yeah, you don't really see that um, more compassionate side. Right. I think lastly, I'll, I I just want to talk about Bond because yeah, uh, I can't believe he saw his own death. Like, if that was what it was, like it seemed no, like I, that. No, no, like so. <laughs> I, I, I thought the same thing at first. Like it was it was just a misunderstanding. But then but then it all clears up True. and he's fine. So it's like so it implies that he literally That's... saw himself eating yours food and died. <laughs> like what? Yeah, you're you're right. That's fair. <laughs> that that's what I mean. It's hilarious, but also just like I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That is that's pretty dark, I guess. <laughs> right? That's what I thought. Because oh. when I yeah when I first read that chapter, he gets to the point where he thinks it's yours cooking that's gonna do him, and I was like, oh, it'll be some sort of misunderstanding, or he'll have a surprise at the end. <laughs> and nope. He was right. <laughs> Everything that Bond did was justified yeah. to save his life. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, that yeah, actually now that you point pointed out in that way, yeah. It's it's I, I see mean, that, I see it. That's too. how I ended up taking it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe I maybe I'm wrong, but <laughs> no, to but, me that was I mean I mean I guess I I don't I I I feel like I'm 99% sure that is how it should be taken, I guess. Mm. Kind of, or like, yeah, that that feels mm-hmm. feels right. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Bond. Yeah, poor Bond. <laughs> he wasn't even allowed to come with him on the cruise ship. Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> that. That was sad. Yeah, that's all the characters I have. Cool. Then, 
moving into the comedy discussion. And well, I'll just kick it off with <laughs> pointing out the amount of power that Anya gained from eating that that pastry. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That was so good. It's, so ah! <laughs> <laughs> Just writing uh, all those exams and oh my god. Oh my honestly, god. I would, oh gosh. I Because we have the anime now, I, I just read some of these chapters like, oh, I can't wait for that to be animated. Yes. This one, I, I don't know if it'll ever get, an, or I mean, ever is the wrong <laughs> word, but if it will get animated in the first season, probably may have to not. wait till like a second season. I would guess like second. But yeah. this. Oh, I feel like this would be so, so funny. And <laughs> yes. it'd, be, it'd be all one of those, like, funniest anime uh, g- uh, moments clips, like, these collections. Like, yeah, this yeah. is going to be on there. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it was it was hilarious. The, the whole chapter was freaking hilarious. Yeah, it was a great chapter. Um, and she had so many faces, so many faces. <laughs> oh, like, her sweating face when um, she almost... <laughs> I got found out that she's a psychic. I was like, oh, yeah. I, can't, I gotta be more careful. You know? And, oh, gosh. Uh, There's so many good ones. Yeah, and when she's like, I need to become a cool liar like Papa. And like, like a sweating, smirking kind of expression. Yeah. Very, very good stuff. Uh, oh, 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 one more. Um, when she's talking to, oh, shoot, what what's his name? The the uh, scary looking kid. Um, uh, George. George, George, she's they, they're kind of threatening him to give the tree, and she's like, "I'm mad about that leaf." Yes, like, <laughs> she remembers stare, like, that like, leaf. I remember that leaf. But her stare is that like one with like angry eyebrows, like she's just like staring into the abyss, kind of. I'm mad about that leaf. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... Oh god, I love it so much that this chapter oh. is all the comedic faces and moments and lines. I. It's it's one of my favorite comedic chapters in this series. It is so good to me. Understandable, yeah. And actually, one one line, like probably possibly my favorite line, just from a comedic standpoint, from that that chapter was when Anya was getting all of these pairs after each other, and like four, ten, the letter A, <laughs> the old guy. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, speaking speaking of cards, the the like the title image for this mm. chapter is yeah. Uh, it was kind of trump cards, and he had Anya as the as the Joker, <laughs> and Desmond as the king, and I think it was Becky was the queen. And I, yeah. it, it was just really really cool. It's like man, I want a spy family playing cards. Please oh yeah, you. yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. Actually, it reminded me of one of the earliest chapters of Kaguya-sama Love's War. It's definitely in volume one. It might oh. actually be in, I think it's like maybe like chapter two or something like that. Cause it's like mm. about the, like the movie ticket, the movie tickets. Yeah. Uh, mm. But yeah, where they're, they're playing old maid, like the same card game. And right. it's also kind of like this mind game kind of thing, obviously different, but it reminded me mm-hmm. of that. Um, and I think there's this like, also like a, like, a, like a, there's like some kind of initial page not not identical to this obviously well not identical it wouldn't be identical but like not, not not exactly that idea exactly but it's kind of a similar idea if i recall although i would have to double check that at some point but but yeah anyway it, it made like that that chapter made me think of that kaguya-sama chapter especially since that was like one of the really early chapters of that manga you bring a good point in that old maid in manga or anime like 
it's it's kind of somewhat a common game to have <laughs> featured. And so mm. I think it's fairly common to have a character clearly telegraph on their face, you know, what card you're picking up. Like that's not that's not necessarily a new joke to Spy Family, you know what I mean? Right. Um but it's all in the execution. Yes. And I oh, and yeah. I think <laughs> the way uh, Endo executes it here is just hilarious and and perfect. Right. It, it also helps that Anya has the unique attribute of being a psychic. Precisely, know? yeah. Yeah, M- most stories that kind of have this game don't have a mind reader as one of the right. players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. Uh, another card, uh, this is a little bit of a stretch of a segue now, but another card that Anya had in one part of this volume, or it's technically a flashback, was when she, she tells her daddy, or she, her, yeah. like, I'm going to go stage a coup on the candy shop. <laughs> I, oh, that was so good. I'm gonna like, stage a coupon. I really want to know what the Japanese said. Yeah, because the because the English translation is pretty like it works like, so a well. Funny joke. Yeah, yeah, right. And so what? I want to know what the Japanese. Was. I feel like there's been <laughs> other stuff like that earlier in this um, uh, before where where the translation just worked surprisingly well in terms of like yeah. uh, puns and stuff like that. And it like yeah yeah definitely good job of the translators. Right. Um, yeah, I think the localization, the translating team for mm. Spy Family is really killing it. Like they're doing a great job. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The river rowing part was also great when yeah. <laughs> they thought they were in like a really like rapid stream, but turns out Mr. Green was just rowing really fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we. I guess we already touched the bunch chapter, so I'll just say it was hilarious. Oh like, yeah. I just. <laughs> pretty pretty funny all the way through. It has and so many funny parts. Line, it did. Another line from Anya, she'll murderize you. you know, that, that traumatizes uh, Bond. Yeah, and also Anya just turning Bond down. Like, I, I got to study. Like, in, in the door, she just opens, just opens the door and, like, just turns him down and, like, closes again. Yeah. That, that, that face is so good. <laughs> and also Bond thinking that Lloyd works as a hunter. Like, just assuming that we're living in, like, the Stone Age or something. I don't know. <laughs> he brings home the meat. He brings home the bacon. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and so we met, so we mentioned the roar. I, I guess we're going back to the, that, the, the Old Maid chapter. I, mm-hmm. I just love it so much. But mm-hmm. we mentioned the roar, but it's also the face after the roar. Oh, yes. When, Everybody uh, shows faces. the bad gaze. Yeah, yeah, the bad grades. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Killed, killed me so. I mean, I could see, I could see it coming that she was not gonna do great. I think the punchline mm. was there, but just the the delivery was so good. Like, yeah. Oh my god. All of their faces there. It, like, yes. I can't think of what. It, like, it reminds me of something specific. Like their face expressions there, or just huh, the the way yeah. their their faces are drawn. Actually, maybe. So uh, there's there's a game called Consider It. It's a Japanese game where you like. You have to like huh. act in considerate ways to like do good. It's it's a really weird kind kind of like WarioWare esque game. Okay. Um, called Considerate, if I recall, I think that's what what it's called. Uh, hmm. and I think the art style is kind of similar to the, like the way Endo drew the faces there. I think that might be what I'm thinking <laughs> about. Maybe. Uh, anyway, mm. anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> great stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but cheer her up. Lloyd's gonna make ham- Hamburg steak. Yeah, and not really funny, but I I could really go for Hamburg steak right now. Like mm, mm. in America, we really don't have that. 
like, like we have meatloaf, but meatloaf is nothing like hamburger steak. Mm. Mm. Um, obviously, we have our hamburgers, but in Japan, and I'm sure in some places in Europe, they have the hamburger steak. Japan has some amazing places where you get that, and I've been craving that lately, <laughs> almost to the point where maybe I should make it myself. I don't know. <laughs> you should. I'm thinking about it. We talked about this recently on our free run discussions. <laughs> did we really? Oh, or, crap. Did, didn't you're we? Right. Uh, yeah, no, we did. We did. <laughs> We did. It's all good. <laughs> Shoot. We have pro- probably some different listeners on that. that, that those I have, yeah, maybe, but <laughs> I have a craving. I have a mighty craving. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's uh, good stuff. But uh, another thing I thought was pretty funny in the cat chapter was the face expressions mm. of some of the cats specifically. <laughs> like how, yeah, how Endo draw, Endo drew, drew the cat expressions were... Yeah. Well, partially, well, well, Kopi just smirk, Kopi, that the cat they were looking for, just smirking at Frankie uh, in one of the panels was really funny. But, and also, mm-hmm. the cats that were just really just confused by that listening device that Frankie had planted uh, in, like, mm-hmm. some alleyway or something. And, like, just those confused expressions being like, what the hell is that? Like, uh, like the cats <laughs> looking at that, at that device was really funny to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. But then, you know... Your putting your into the mix is great because she <laughs> yeah. has that, you know, scary face, and the cat is just freaking out like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Poor Frankie. So, yeah. Poor Frankie. Yeah. Poor mm. Frankie. But poor your too. She gets attacked by cats. Yeah. And she's like, help me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Getting attacked by cats is not fun. My mom's cat attacked <laughs> me uh, once. Oh really? Uh, or, well, well. She, okay. Okay. Specifically, she didn't necessarily attack me. So I, I brought my cat, Shino, over to my mom's place. Ah. My mom's cat is like three years older than Shino. And Shino was mm-hmm. only like a couple months old at that point. Uh, so pretty new back then. And so I brought Shino home there. But we figured like maybe they'll get along. Very optimistic thinking. Uh, <laughs> I, I have this little travel backpack for Shino. Like it's like it's made for cats, so like it's got like holes in it and like stuff. Like she, she can look out and get air and everything. Uh, but it, it's 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 a good way to to transport her. And so I placed the backpack on the on the floor and I opened it up and my mom's cat was just hissing. Uh, and Shino didn't like she was afraid to walk out of the backpack. Um, but we kind of but at least it didn't seem too hostile so I, I took Shino out of the backpack and the moment I did my mom's cat just just kind of screeched and uh oh, and, and that leapt at Shino and I, I obviously like being like well her her, her father kind of I, yeah. I just, just kind of my instincts just came in and I, I just threw myself between the two of them and I, I like I lifted Shino up in my in my arms and my mom's cat just hopped onto me and like clung to my arm and like oh just, no she was screaming like the, the cat was screaming it wasn't just oh my word. just like roaring or like, like roaring or like or roaring i don't know if they would roar but, uh, but like it wasn't like growling or or anything she was like screeching it was really disturbing so so we <laughs> since then we have not tried to uh, have those cats together at, at <laughs> anymore yeah, that's not a great experience <laughs> no that was really uh unsettling Anyway, yeah, so, some cats are, are, are like that. I mean, she, she's a really sweet cat with humans. So, like, it's mm. just for some reason, she does not, she can't be around other cats. Anyway, uh, the last thing I have on comedy anyway here is Yuri getting off the train. Like, yes. all, all confidently, like, hey, I'm all grown up now. <laughs> and then the train leaves and he starts running after it and crying. 
Oh, it's so funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, another Anya line is, I'm going to set sail on that boat into a world of adventure. Yes. Uh, she's so theatrical in some ways. It's, yes. It's great. I love it. And the, the, the shoulder angel and devil scene. Yeah. Isn't that great? Oh, I, I love that. Yes. Yeah. It's just a little scene, but, but I like it. The design of, of those, like... It, Devil and Angel Anya were also really great. How the devil had yeah. like like her little horns really became like devil horns, <laughs> and it was so good. It was definitely a one sided uh, devil angel scene. True. Know? Yeah, the, the angel just kind of gave up pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. I have to give another shout out to going on a ooting. Yes, because of I finally I finally heard it on the anime too, and it's just as amazing. Ah, as ah. it's one of my favorite lines in this whole series. I just love it so much. Yes, <laughs> I believe in Japanese. She says, I think she says de kiki, uh, which she's supposed to say o de kake. Um, ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, but kiki sounds like cake. So anyway. ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and lastly, when they're going on the on the ship. She she has a little bag and there's a peanut on it and I just thought it was really cute and funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the peanut like she accessorizes. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, you need accessories of the stuff that you love, and of course she yeah, should have absolutely. peanut accessories. <laughs> Hence why I have a Mikasa T-shirt on right now. Nice. Oh. <laughs> of course you should, and hence why I'm drinking out of a, an Attack on Titan glass right now. With panels from Volume Four. There you go. Accessorize. <laughs> but was that it for comedy? Yeah, that's it. Sweet. Then final part: predictions slash whatever else we might have. Uh, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I, I I'm really excited for this next volume. I think we're gonna get a lot of good moments for Yor, in that she's definitely gonna have some conflict with these assassins or whatnot. Um. I wouldn't be surprised if Lloyd recognizes maybe some of the assassins, some of the intel. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, for whatever reason, like he hasn't been able to figure out the Thorn Princess. Maybe that's not on his mind because it seems like Garden in general was kind of a thing he wasn't too worried about or mm. paid much attention to. But there's more assassins than just Garden, and I don't think any of Garden's going to be going against Yor. It seems like right. Yeah, that would know, be weird. <laughs> Right, Garden in general is trying to protect this woman. Assuming we're right in in thinking that Garden is her group, but I feel like that that you're right. Yeah, I, I feel like, like it's pretty safe. Yeah, so. I, I think so too. I'm just not one hundred percent. I guess fair. Um, fair. Just gotta gotta keep an open I mean, mind for, for, like... for, for possibilities. But but yeah yeah no, like I'm fair I'm enough, also also quite sure that <laughs> that's the case though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's there's definitely other assassins. So maybe um, Lloyd recognized that, or but at the very least. Yours gonna have a lot on her plate, and I'm just so excited to see her just kick butt and yeah, just do a great job. <laughs> and I don't know what Anya is gonna be doing. Like she seems to consistently help both of them out in some way. Yeah. Throughout these things, so I I wonder. Uh, yeah, I I can't really say how she'll do that with this. Maybe she'll be able to pick out the assassins that are on on the the boat through the mind reading mm. situation. But right. maybe she'll throw peanuts at people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if 
Frankie will play more of a prominent role or not in the next volume since he's on the cover of the next one. Mm. Uh, although, I mean, eh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I guess it doesn't necessarily need to mean anything, but I feel like so right. far it's at least been to some extent it's, it's kind of worked in, in uh, the Spy Family volume so far. Right. Damien was on this cover and he had he had a bit of a role. like Right. You know, he had some focus. Yeah, it wasn't huge, but the the, the first two chapters definitely, uh, he he was imp- was important in the first two chapters here, mm-hmm. plus the card game chapter, or the pastry chapter. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that was still a decent amount. Maybe we'll see more, uh, get a more of a look into Frankie's love life or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that seems to be his consistent uh, the- thematic, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. This last this last chapter, he seemed like he was done, but I don't know. I, True, that's right. That's right. I don't know. Maybe that's just how he felt in the moment, kind of. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm super excited because the next ne- next week definitely seems like it's probably gonna have a couple of chapters on the boat. I I feel like it's gonna I be agree. a longer thing, somewhat at least. Right. Similar to like the tennis situation, you know. Right, precisely. Yeah, yeah, and that was so good. That was so good. <laughs> I want to see Fiona again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Soon, hopefully. But yeah, I guess that's all maybe for this week. Yep. Pretty well. If you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at Umami Manga, and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by either rating our show on the podcast platforms or subscribing to our channel, Umami Manga, on YouTube. If you liked this episode, please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it too. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Volume 8. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye.